Welcome. You're listening to Soli, a podcast driven by curiosity and spirituality with intuitive mediums Shayla and Peyton. Join us as we ask questions, create conversation, and share in an open and heart-centered way our personal experiences and mystical ponderings. If you're spiritually curious and want to be a part of the conversation, then this is the perfect space for you. This is Soli. So, all right. Welcome back to another episode of Soli. I'm just excited for, about this one. I know, me too. And just for reference, if we accidentally start talking over each other, it's because like I can see Peyton, but he can't see me. Yes, <laughs> so we're still we're still figuring out this way to. Right now, we're recording these through Zoom. So, but yes, how that we how we have it set up in the moment, she can see me, but I can't see her. So, but it's technology. We'll we'll figure That's it right. out. <laughs> Yeah, I was having some computer issues and just the whole thing. So this is the best way for now. I will say for people listening to the first couple of episodes, the audio is not going to be as great. So apologies for that, but it's getting better now. (laughs) It's getting better. You're along for the ride. It's going to keep getting better. It's going to get smoother. We're getting our groove going. So this is is how it is with a podcast. You know, it takes a minute. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the Mandela effect. And I'm going to explain what that is. (laughs) (laughs) It's a little bit mind-bending, I find, anyways. And the reason why I find it so crazy is because I discovered it before I knew what it was. It kind of just, like, happened. And then I found out about it. I was like, what? This is crazy. So I'm just going to do a little kind of you know, overview of what it is. And I'm just going to read it from this website called verywellmind.com just because they word it way more fluently than I can right now. (laughs) So the term Mandela effect was first coined in 2009 by Fiona Broom, which apparently she's like a paranormal investigator or something like that, a researcher. So when she created a website to detail the phenomenon, so she was in a conference with people and they started talking about how they remembered the tragedy of former South African president Nelson Mandela's death in a South African prison in the 1980s. And so he actually didn't die in prison in the 1980s. He passed away in 2013. And so basically people have very strong memories of news coverage, of a speech by his widow, all these different things connected to this whole memory and it didn't happen. So it's basically this phenomenon of people remembering on a large scale certain memories together collectively that didn't exist in this reality essentially so there are so many different examples of this some are small some are a little bit bigger but they're pretty wild so Peyton you said you looked it up was there anything I'm going I have like a list of them so anything stand out for you They did. So the whole reason you and I even started talking about this is because I was sharing with Shayla during a lot of readings, Spirit kept giving me this reference to the Berenstein Bears. If you remember their children's books from 80s, 90s, and maybe even earlier than that, I don't know the date of them actually, reminded her of this thing called the Mandela effect, which I didn't know. So I had to look it up. So 
For example, one of them would be, we'll start with the Berenstein Bears. It's always mm-hmm. been in my brain that it's the Berenstein Bears. And I believe that's how everyone refers to them. However, it is actually the Berenstain Bears. Now, whether I don't, maybe it's not pronounced that way, but instead of S-T-E-I-N at the end, it is spelled S-T-A-I-N. So that is one example. The other example, which I'm so curious about, is the brand Jif Peanut Butter. People swear that at one time it was called Jiffy. And I know I've referred to it as Jiffy. I feel like that is true, but it's not. It's only been Jif. There's tons of these things. Another one here is Curious George. People remember him having a tail, but yet he does not. The other one, Oscar Mayer, the brand of bologna. I'm sure they make all other sorts of meats and things, but Oscar Mayer, it's how we say it, as if it's spelled M-E-Y-E-R. However, it's spelled M-A-Y-E-R. So these are just kind of examples of things that... As a collective, we've either misspoken about it or we've created our own memory, I guess, is one theory that then we just kept overlooking what the truth was um, or that something shifted (laughs) in our reality with the dimensions and all of this, which gets a little bit a little bit wonky for my brain to process, but that that's the other reality of what's happening. So that's been kind of the the argument between the two. What were the ones that were big and shocking for you, Shayla? Okay, well, the Berenstein Bear ones, because that's the one that I kind of figured out on my own. I remember my daughter, she was born in 2015, and we went to visit my mom's house because we were living in the Yukon. So we came for a couple weeks. I was laying on my mom's bed and she was organizing this closet that she has with all these books from when we were little. And I was looking at like a bunch of Bernstein bears and I was looking at the name. I'm like, what? That is not how that is supposed to be spelled. <laughs> I, picked it up, I was like, is this a new book? Is this like a, a new made copy? I actually have a copy of one of them right now in my hand. <laughs> I brought it down. With me. But like, I was so confused. I was like, is this a printing error? I went to like, you know, the first few pages where they have what year it was printed in and all of that stuff. And I was like, okay, this is weird. And I started looking through all the other books. They were all the same. They didn't have the E spelling that I had always remembered and the pronunciation of it. So I ended up looking it up online and found out that this was a very common Mandela effect that a lot of people were experiencing. And it just gave me the weirdest feeling. Like I just felt like my whole life was like, I don't know. And I looked up all these other ones, right? That were very interesting. There's a lot of pop culture stuff, which is, I find very fascinating. So things that were, you know, supposed to be recorded like on film or things that we have seen for the last 50 years or generations mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, you know, Mickey Mouse is one that stands out for me. I guess he doesn't have suspenders <laughs> like I have in my mind. Um, that's one of them. Sex in the City is another one it's sex and the city and a lot of these are very like subtle which is the interesting part but also very memorable of like you know i don't know i just like i remember growing up hearing of sex in the city and i never heard of sex and the city and there's still like enough of a difference so i don't know it's really interesting another one that was interesting to me is i do i mean i remember 
like when Pokemon came out, I didn't, you know, I was a little bit older when it came out. So I, you know, I didn't follow it. But one of them was that at the end of the character in Pokemon called Pikachu, he's the little yellow guy that like makes lightning, that the end of his tail looked like it was dipped in black. And apparently it's not. But when I looked at the pictures as I'm scrolling through this, I recognized the black dip tail. Yeah. So that's what's just so interesting. It's stuff that like maybe I didn't even pay attention to, but if I would have had to take a test and pick, you know, one or the other, I would have chosen the wrong one. So like that was the thing that that's where kind of my brain went with the Jiffy, you know, Jiff peanut butter. That one really blew my mind because, you know, I thought, okay, what if maybe when I was in grade school or something, I'm just creating a story here, but maybe I heard a teacher reference it as Jiffy, and then I just assumed that that's what it was called. And that was my own personal little world of a mistake. Like that, I can understand. But then when you apply that to the masses, and that many people have that misinterpretation or misunderstanding... That's when it gets kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, a sure. lot a lot of these I can kind of play in that game of like, okay, right. I just experienced this incorrectly, you know, but it's not just me. It's clearly, you know, tons of people. So I did not know anything about this. So my mind has been kind of blown by this whole thing. Yeah, I know mine too. And the first time, like I said, that I found out about it, I kind of even had a little panic attack at one point because when you start really digging into it, it's kind of a little bit of a rabbit hole in a sense. And I just, I don't know. I, it was funny because I was going to travel to see my husband after that. And he was working out of town in the Yukon. And just the energy of the place too was like very, I don't know how to explain it. It's very out in the middle of nowhere. And we were at this like random motel. And I was thinking about all these Mandela effects. And then I went to bed and I was looking on my phone at more of them. And all of a sudden I just like heard basically this ringing sound it was like Ding! and then suddenly i felt like i was panicking and i couldn't breathe and i was like oh my gosh <laughs> it was like a weird moment for me and i thought maybe i was getting like carbon monoxide poisoning or something but i think i was just like my brain trying to comprehend all these things and being in a new environment and stuff but it's it's really interesting and even okay so mirror mirror on the wall is another one that kind of gets me a little bit from yes yeah, Snow White, because she actually says magic mirror on the wall. She doesn't say mirror, mirror on the wall. There's a lot of these Mandela effects that are just misremembering of what people said. The other one I was going to bring up was the the Hannibal Lecter, you know, hello, Clarice. Yes, Who, I mean, everyone repeats <laughs> everyone that, hello, that. Clarice, but apparently he says good morning. That's it. I, I mean, it's been so long since I've seen that movie, but I'm like, that's... How do you go from good morning to hello, Clarice? It's pretty and then, different. <laughs> yeah. And then in what moment in pop culture did someone did in a TV yeah. show or in a movie like reference that and it was just a popular enough movie or something that we all then picked right. up that memory or did it change? Which, <laughs> which yeah. is it? <laughs> Another one that's like very known in pop culture too is the Star Wars, Luke, I am your father. He did not say that apparently. What he said was, I am your father. <laughs> so it's like, he never said, Luke, I'm your, he just said, I'm your father. Yeah. There's so many. Uh, I'm like sitting here and they all okay. just blow my mind. The other one, the, okay. 
the one that really, this one is the one that blew my mind. Now I found it and I forgot about this one. It is Freddie Mercury singing the song. I was just looking at that one right now. <laughs> we are the champions. And it is, as it's always been, <laughs> we are the champions of the world. That He says that at the end. I can't believe I just sang. Barely, but still. He doesn't say of the world at the end, though. He does not say it. And you can I mean, go back I can and look he- at these things, you know, and they're not there anymore. Or they're, they never I can have hear it in my time. head. Like, yeah. what, what does he say then? Of the world. I mean, before he starts singing, we are the champions again. I swear he says of the world. Yeah, he doesn't. I don't know. <laughs> so, I, know crazy. I have to listen to that again. But I remember going back to listen to it a few years ago. I'm like, what? This is crazy. Life is like a box of chocolates. That was also never said. That one, I will say. That one, I do remember. I did watch that movie later on, and he does not say it the way that it's repeated. That one I did pick up on. Okay. So then I wonder, like, what is it that makes us do that? Is it, you know, is it that something changes in the quantum physics of whatever, and, you know, the history gets changed or whatever it is? Or is it that there's something we do that makes us remember things the way that we want to or makes us which that goes into a whole nother (laughs) topic which i think just goes into like you know we're able to sit here right now and look on our phones and like start research this stuff and then we're able to go online and look in you know the this infinite library we have of resources and then be able to fact check these things you know like how lucky are we at this point in time to be able to do that so then like think about if this is just a part of human nature and something that people do then go back thousands of years <laughs> people recording things that still affect us today you know religious beliefs or you know doctrines or whatever that people had nothing but written history written or verbal um histories and if we can make these mistakes now with such technology how many huge mistakes we're making throughout the past of history of things that we just assume are real and you don't even have to go back thousands of years you could go back a couple hundred years i mean you know this could get into conspiracy stuff which i don't think we're going to get into that space but i'm just saying it kind of makes you think like it does if, yeah you know if this is just kind of something that man does as for whatever that reason is you know how many other things are there that we've misspoke about okay that's my <laughs> i'll get down for my i'll get down for my pedestal that was my <laughs> my little my little mind blowing moment i had to take there no that's like very insightful and very i feel very true like we have all these references we can look back at in ways that we never have been able to before. Yet we're right. still, if it is us just having false memories together, you know, that's very interesting because it could very well, if that's how we are as people, you know, as humans, could very well affect all the different past things or history. And actually, there's a lot of things that we've even in recent times found out are not historically accurate. And we're oftentimes, you know, hidden or changed in order to benefit certain people. And that's come out within like the last 20, 30 years, even I would say, and they're like, that's not actually what happened. Right. And there are still people alive today to tell us like, that isn't what happened. That was very like, 
you know, twisted. I, the thing that comes up with that is like just thinking like indigenous history and how schools yeah, were course, presenting yes. things a certain way, right? But we have the proof that those things were not in the same way that they presented them. For sure. And it's funny because like people have resistance to that. The same that you said when you saw these things, it like made you feel like it kind of freaked you out a little bit, you know, yeah. and these are just little things about like, you know, what, what name we gave the peanut butter or how many E's were in Febreze, you know, Febreze is another one, you know, so then let's take that to a bigger scale of like current events. You know, there's a lot of pushback of, you know, people not wanting to hear something alternative to what they have always believed. And you know, I don't know about what's happening, you know, up in Canada, but I'm here in the States and there's a lot in our political culture right now that there's a lot of energy around that topic in a lot of different ways, whether it's, Mm -hmm. you know, books or, you know, the histories of certain people in our country and how those are presented. And, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of topic about that. So like, what is it about us that we have to have so much security and having everything the way that it makes sense to us, you know, or the way that mm-hmm. we feel comfortable at making sense. Like, you know, how can we start to maybe move into a space where we're a little more open and absorbent to things maybe changing and evolving and looking at how that benefits the story instead of how that you know denotes the story or makes it less than, you know, the mm-hmm it's almost, you know, move more towards what the truth is. That should be something we should all be attaining for, not not really having resistance to. So I think it's kind of interesting how that kind of shines a light on a bigger picture. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And the thing about this subject is like, there's so many different ways to take it. And there's like a very logical standpoint. And then there's like a very metaphysical standpoint too right so like exploring each way is very interesting what you're talking about too is very like it can be spiritual too but it it does go along the logical side of things because it does show well everything that you're talking about and how i think for me one of the things too that when i first heard about it was like that was part of it was like well what else did you know what else isn't true or what else is different than i perceived it to be So I really like your take on it. It's very interesting. I do have one other story that I think it was, it wasn't around the same time that I learned about the Berenstein Bears. I think it was like actually just a couple of years ago, but this one also kind of freaked me out a little bit. I've always been a lover of Kurt Cobain and Nirvana. Yes. Yes. And I know like a lot about them, but one of my distinct first memories is being a child and seeing a picture of Kurt Cobain wearing this fuzzy pink jacket. And I think they like the technical yes. term for that material called monster fur. And then he was wearing like the iconic, you know, Jackie O slash Kurt Cobain glasses, the white ones. And I remember that being one of my first viewings of him or like, like seeing him for the first time. And so it always stuck with me. And one day I was like, well, I haven't seen that picture for a while. I want to go look it up kind of thing. And it does not exist. <laughs> and other people remember it. So I to me, remember that. I remember it. Yeah, it is not. I've tried looking for it. And there are other people who remember it the same way, too. So that to me was a little bit that blew my mind because it was such a distinct mm. childhood memory that I had. So then that gets me thinking more that- the metaphysical aspect of dimensions <laughs> and like 
different right. kind of multiverses in a sense. That takes me down a road to like you were, I remember, I can't think of an example like right off the bat, but you know, I think we all like remember things that we were maybe told as children or we experienced as children that then maybe it wasn't until way later in life that if we hit a moment, we're like, oh, wait a minute, that wasn't the truth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, or like, I'm trying to, I can't think of like an example that I have, but you know, it's kind of that same feeling of like, wait a minute, I, that is, I would have sworn, <laughs> like, I would have yeah. sworn an oath that that was what it was. <laughs> I mean, I remember as you were painting that picture, I remember that. I remember him and that it was like a pink, yeah, like a furry jacket thing. And I have heard but people now, say, like, I don't know. Yeah. I have heard people say, well, maybe we're getting a certain, you know, celebrities or different photo shoots kind of mixed up because apparently there is one where Elton John is wearing like kind of something like that. It's more feathery. But to me, when I saw that, picture, yeah, I was like, no, that's definitely no. not it. Another person, when I was looking this up, and this is very woo woo, of course, but swore that their poster of Kurt Cobain on their wall that had that picture changed into a different picture of him wearing, it was a leopard print, which is one of the last photo shoots that he ever took with Jesse, I think it was Jesse Froman or Froman or something like that. So that's kind of interesting. Like, obviously, that's a little bit harder to kind of believe in a sense but it's also like interesting if that were to happen okay so let's let's go down that road so if (laughs) let's let's turn we're gonna put our turn signal on and we're going down the road if it is a metaphysical change in the history then what do you think that is? Like, do you think something gets altered in the past? Is There's that butterfly effect where, you know, it just changes all sorts of things. What do you feel like would cause that on a, in a metaphysical space? Well, I've had many years to think about this subject <laughs> since okay, 2015. Good. So this is what spirit has shown me basically I wish I could show a picture, but it's basically like two circles interlooping and kind of connecting together. And then there's a few other circles that kind of connect with it and interloop together. So on the stance of like, we are experiencing this life, our spirit is experiencing this life. It's this life, but different versions of this life. And they kind Mm -hmm. of mix together and kind of go in and out. And we're seeing different versions of what could have happened in other lives or what is happening to our soul within that moment kind of thing. So it's kind of a hard concept to kind of wrap around in a sense, but it's basically like still us and still our lives, but just kind of different frequencies of different versions of ourselves basically. And then we're kind of at this point, we're able to see it more. So there could be, and I don't know all of it, but it's basically, there could be more extreme versions of our lives where we've experienced things. I know I've had personal moments where I've had memories of myself as like who I am, but in different scenarios that have really caught me off guard and have really kind of popped out of nowhere. And, Mm. you know, there've been moments I'm like, was that a past life? But it feels very much so like me, but just in a different version of myself, if that makes sense. So I think there's subtleties of different multiverses and i know that's something that not everybody's going to believe or like feel good with but that has kind of 
where I've landed. And I was really uncomfortable with that landing for a while. It actually kind of made me feel really uncomfortable because in a sense, I'm like, well, what, what, what am I doing in other lives within like the same me version, but like kind of different, if that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, that's kind of where I've, I've been seeing it from. What are your thoughts on it? I watched, well, I watched the show on, it probably would have been Netflix. I love nerdy science shows. I will watch a nature show. I will watch a science show before I will watch, you know, any Real Housewife or anything like that. Yeah. But it was a scientist. Actually, it might've been on Amazon. I don't remember. It's out there. It was about infinity and how infinity works, the theory around infinity, you know, how, you know, there could just be this never ending and all these scientists and physicists, I want to say, please excuse me if I'm butchering (laughs) the job title, but you guys know what I'm trying to say. They and all these people on there talking about it. And they were talking about how the universe is infinite. There is no end to the universe, but then how that could be like, it would be like circular because there's no points and stuff. I'm going to totally butcher this, but that there's multiple infinite universes. And it's just like, it just, it repeats itself and it goes on and on. So it was, it was basically science explaining that, yes, there are different realities are different. I don't know if it would be dimensions or what it is, but yeah, right. that we could be living in multiple, multiple spaces at once and some kind of scientific mind boggling Marvel superhero sort of way. Right. <laughs> and, you know, I, I'm open to that. I, I feel a lot of this, you know, with the Nelson Mandela effect, I feel some of it is just what has been recorded culturally and what we've all accepted as a truth culturally, even though that might not be the truth. So I believe that there's some of that, but, you know, I also am open to the fact that, yeah, like we have no idea, you know, if that is true and there are these infinite moments of ourselves in the same space, then why wouldn't we be able to sometimes bump into each other and sometimes, you know, be able to link it to a point where maybe we do pick up a memory from that moment, a feeling or, or whatever it is. Right. Yeah. And there's so much that I just feel like as humans, we can't comprehend about the universe and about all of that stuff. So it's like, although I'm not dead set on it, it is something that I definitely feel really open to and that I've had kind of weird experiences with, but again, they still kind of make me uncomfortable because it feels like too big and expansive. Like, to think of that as a thing kind of like freaks out my human self, you know? Totally. Well, and I yeah. think that kind of come, comes brings us back to maybe the point of why as people, we like to be held on to those ideas in which we find sacred and those ideas that we've subscribed to, you know, because it holds us safe in our little box we've created, you know, because when you do start to expand, you know, even just thinking about space and the actual universe, like it kind of hurts the brain to think, okay, you know, if you do that zoom out effect where, you know, you're on the grass and then you zoom out and you're next to Saturn. I mean that, and then it just keeps going. Now you see the Milky way and now you see millions of galaxies, you know, just that concept kind of is, it it stretches our brain a little bit and it's not always that comfortable. 
No, it's not. But it's fun to talk about. It is. It's (laughs) fun to talk about and kind of think about different theories and go from the logic side to the more metaphysical side. And yeah, this is again a subject that I'm like, I want to know what everyone has to think about it because it's like, it's so interesting. And just like wanting to hear other people's experiences too, because I'm sure there are people who have had like similar experiences to me where like they didn't know about it. And then they stumbled on it and then they kind of like blew their mind. But yeah, email us because we have an email at the bottom of yes. our podcast here. Yeah, send us. Or if you have, I even want to hear just experiences of, even if you have a thing that like you were either told or experienced as a child and then later in life remembered or later in life learned, was it true? Because when those happen to me, and I wish I could think of one off the top of my head, but when they happen to me, it's kind of ridiculous. And I always look back and I'm like, how did I not figure that out before now. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I know, it's true. Actually, it's so funny because, so I have a Ukrainian family and there are so many words that I grew up hearing that I thought were like how you pronounced it. And then I grew up, I was like, that's not how you say that. Like, cappuccino, cappuccino, margarine, Uh margarine. So like, little Um, things like that, right? mm -hmm. Where you're like, that's not how the rest of the world says that. But, you know, you grow up with things, right? (laughs) Totally. Totally. Well, awesome. Well, now comes to the part. I decided I really enjoyed pulling cards for each show. So I will see if I do it forever. But for now, I'm I'm really kind of feeling in the mood. So I, before our show, I asked that universe, whether it's infinite, what was it that our audience needed to hear today? So the two cards that I pulled were, you are worthy. And this has been a topic that in the the community that Shayla and I are a part of, it was a big topic in discussion today. My other card polls have keep touching on this topic. So I do feel like it's an important thing to remind everyone that you are a piece of the universe, your spirit, your soul, that essence inside you is a piece of source. You want to call it source. You want to call it God. However you want to connect to it, you are a piece of that. You're connected. So that being the truth, sit in that and know that that means you are worthy. You are worthy of love. You are worthy of abundance. You are worthy of happiness. You are worthy of all of that. For some reason, that is one of a lot of people's struggle is knowing that you're worthy. And I feel that in the age of social media, especially with younger generations, you're inundated with so much content of these people in their quote unquote perfect situations you know their their hair and everything has been photoshopped to look perfect you know the video clip has been edited to be perfect um you know there's a lot of editing out there even with reality tv everything's edited you know nothing it's not really real <laughs> everything no. we consume culturally at least over here in the west side of the world you know is all of this content kind of telling us that we're not enough or we've, you know, we're failing in some way or we're not as successful. And I don't think that's really beneficial to our collective psyche. So I do feel like the message you are worthy 
is needed to be heard out there. The other card I pulled is the Aphrodite card, which she is the goddess of love, passion, and desire. So this is also telling me that some of us maybe aren't going after what it is that lights us up, what it is that ignites our passion and our desires. And maybe sometimes we feel guilty doing so, probably because we don't feel like we're worthy of accepting it or feeling it or doing it or experiencing it. And so this really feels a card to just remind, to listen to that desire within, you know, those don't feel shame in it. Just listen to it, hear what it is that you need. Listen to your inner self, find what it is you need and go for it. Follow your desires and always have the intention of bringing the greatest good for all for you and everyone around you and harming no one. So is there anything you would like to add to that, Shayla? (laughs) No, I feel like that was perfect. (laughs) That was beautiful. So if you're ever feeling low, just rewind that back and listen to it again. (laughs) Yes. And again, and again, (laughs) just put it on an infinite loop. That's going to be my word today. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. Thank you for sharing that. Awesome. Yes, of course. Well, Thank you, everyone, for listening. We're so grateful that you've tuned in and we're excited to have you continue on this journey with us. Hey, Soli listeners. Thank you so much for being here with us today. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to help support us, there are a few ways that you can do that. The first way is to give us a positive review on Apple or Spotify, and this helps us to be pushed up the algorithm, which allows more people to find our podcast. The second thing you can do is word of mouth. Send it to a friend or a family member who you feel would really enjoy this kind of conversation. We also have all of our social media linked below as well as our solely email. So if you have something to say, you have a question, you have an episode suggestion, or just want to share your story, you can do that below. 